All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Back Fence, the twice a week podcast. Well, this week is only once because we're a bit lazy. Big weekends. Uh, twice a week podcast, about 30 somethings yarning about sport. As always, I'm your host, Was. Joining me is my co host down in Melbourne, Coombsy. Now, You've just said to me, oh, you want to go on a bit of a rant. I don't know what it's on about. Something about hot dog gate. You look excited. What has happened? Oh, so I went to the AFL on Thursday last week for the Brisbane Lions. Collingwood got had a real c- of a day. Oh, sorry. Real shit of a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep that <laughs> out. <laughs> real shit of a day from like day dot, like 6 a.m. through to big. All I was excited was I go to the footy. I would have some beers. Started off well. Captain Sensible's at the footy, better than Carlton um, Great Northern and same price as the Great Northern, so I'm happy with that. Get me two hot dogs, go sit out of the seat, and then when I get to me think, A, the hot dog is not in the bun. Right. B, the hot dog meat is cold. When I then try to assemble the hot dogs, it came deconstructed. Bun was cold and stale and fell apart and everything falls on the ground. I open the second hot dog bag. Same issue again. So is it? did you go back and throw it at him? Or like, oh, no, I just it? cracked the shits and just threw it on the floor. And then I went to go to my meat pie and just tried to, just my girlfriend tried to fix it. I said, this doesn't fucking count. And then she goes, just try it. And I tried to eat like her thing just to like say, hey, I'm not having a tantrum. And then just fell apart <laughs> again. I was like, fucking done with this. And then I get a meat pie. It was halfway cold by the middle of it. I started eating it. So my so the, theory so, thing is, Marvel Stadium, don't eat that. Don't, well, my my theory: don't eat at football stadiums, regardless. No, Overpriced and shit. Dog. I love I love the hot dog. Hot you and, for a hot dog isn't bad. You're you're like Mar- you're like our good friend Sparky, who loves a chicken burger at the football for some oh, goddamn no, reason. Fucking, that's village. That's fucking. Yeah, that's village. <laughs> a hot dog's not that bad. A hot dog's not. It's like a little appetizer. Yeah, no, I I prefer going for a decent yeah, meal or no, having I dinner beforehand. Nearly not, I drank nine beers through the four quarters of the um, Brisbane Lions game. That sounds like a baseball match where you just consistently drink. Oh, I had a problem over the weekend. I bought a couple of I bought a carton and a few extras, and Jesus Christ, I've still been sipping on beers for the last couple of days. Just I was like, oh, just a casual, just a casual and afternoon then a, beer. Then I had a casual eight at the um, Storm Broncos game and a couple of. And if anyone saw it on our socials, I had the red wine giphy at the end of the games, crying, nearly <laughs> crying. Uh, well, you would have needed it after the end of that match, mate. Now, we did miss Monday's show because big weekend for yourself, plastering is also, I had a big weekend myself and just we were both exhausted. So we're going to do a super show tonight. We're going to wrap up round four. Uh, I don't know about you. Friday nights. Uh, we, first three games, they're a wash. Yeah, that was well, embarrassing. Yeah, so Sea Eagles. It's an embarrassing yeah. product. Oh, definitely. So Sea Eagles six, Panthers forty six. Panthers covered the spread easily. The over was hit easily. Uh, Bulldogs zero, Rabbitohs thirty eight. Uh, Rabbitohs covered easily. Under was hit, uh, and then Friday night, Melbourne forty, Broncos six. Melbourne covered, and the over was hit. It's there's been a lot of argument. There's been a lot of argument. Twenty odd points to twelve points. Like it's bad. Like yeah. there's been a lot of argument, and people would have seen it all over this, either the socials or the news or whatever. But it's just there's a, like there's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of stuff coming from the NRL, the commissioner, everything like that. 
Uh, it's it's draining. It is dead set draining at the moment to see these teams because they're saying there's such a vast gap in between the bad and like the worst teams in the league and the best teams. Currently, it's true because obviously the Bulldogs haven't scored a try since round one. There's they've been kept to three Easter eggs. The Broncos have like their only points on Friday night was Xavier Coates runaway fastest man alive. By definition now, fastest man alive. Yeah, and apparently Ado Carr's excuse was he was tired after tw- like 15 minutes. So you can go fuck off, mate. You're a but, uh, It's just I, – I think you put it in a tweet saying these new rules are like ruining the game. I think I think the, the lack of notice is doing it. But even so, like there's more injuries due to fatigue. These like Fatigue does come into football, but not like this where it's ruining the product. Like, so, yeah, go. Yeah. Like, sooner or later, I think I said, we're going to, these new rules, are, we're going to lose two big stars in a season. We've already lost Luke, Luke Carey. ACLs, can't, you can't correlate to it. But sooner or later, there's going to be a severe hamstring tear to a jo- Josh Adokar, Damien Cook, Cody Walker, um, any of those big players. Like, there's going to be a big muscle, like, hams, like their hamstrings are going to, there's going to be big soft tissue injuries coming up. Yeah, well, then that's the thing. Like, training is going to – like, the players are going to get fatigued more because teams are going to be coached to be dealing with this high-energy game. We've yeah, said you're it playing high-intensity football. Like, you can only do high-intensity exercise for 40 minutes. Yeah, exactly. We, we said it weeks ago too, but it gets to about the 55th or 60th minute and then the product just goes to shit because blokes are too yeah. fatigued. There's been more props and bench tries since I think it was 2007 I read. Like as much as I love a big man getting over for a meat pie, it's just like it's due to fatigue. Like people are going to get steamrolled and going to get hurt. There's been more HIAs, I feel. It's going to be like, tech injuries. Oh, yeah. Insurance. Instance. That was a tackle of tight um, fatigue. Mm. Him dangling his arm out was fatigue. Yeah, and it's just re-injuring his pack injury from previous. Like it's just not. It's just not a good look. Uh, yeah, we'll quickly wrap up round uh, round four anyway. Uh, another blowout. Sharks forty eight. Cowboys ten. Uh, Sharks covered easily. Under no, the over was hit in this one easily. Uh, the, that was the first of the double header at uh, Cogra. Then led into the Gold Coast Titans four Raiders twenty. Uh, Raiders covered in the uh, the under was Not hit. Not as one side as, as look. The Titans held for most meters and possession. Yeah. Raiders just put a defensive effort in. Yeah. Uh, then we moved to the Sunday. We had a massive weekend. Started Thursday all the way through to Monday. So on the Sunday afternoon, Newcastle Knights 13, Dragons Great 22. Day. Probably one of the – I thought that the West uh, the West Eels game was probably a game of the round for me on Monday. But that Knights team, holy shit, the amount of injuries. And Adam O'Brien in his press conference was near in tears. Like he didn't know what to say about next – like round five. Like he didn't know if he had a full fit – 17 he was like saying we might have to chuck ponga in but we don't want to because he may not be ready it's well, he is in there now. but yeah well yeah he's been named hasn't he but they're not too sure uh so knights 13 dragons 22 uh the dragons covered and one outright which is huge uh the under was hit there saturday evening oh sunday evening sorry the roosters 32 the warriors 12 uh roosters Oops, covered okay, so. overs the roosters just, 
They've lost Luke Keery. They lost Lachlan Lamb, Drew Hutchinson, and Sam Walker on debut. Fantastic. Like Sam Walker, he just grew in confidence throughout the game. It makes it easy having the best player in the game behind you at uh, fullback with Teddy. Teddy was fantastic once again. And a prolific Brett Morris yet again. What he keeps scoring, <laughs> he keeps scoring. Like keep putting money on any time try scorers. Who cares well, if it's a dollar? Thinking, at this week, I was going to put five dollars on. He gets it this week. We put the money we invest from last. We just keep doubling it over each time. It's Taco Corp, mate. It's Taco Corp. That's all I'm talking you down to. Um, and then Monday, uh, West Tigers twenty two, Eels thirty six. Uh, Eels covered. Uh, the over was hit. Quite a fun game of football. West actually gave them a good run for their money, but then obviously at the very end, the Eels bumped it out. But yeah, like it was said on another podcast oh, I listened to today, it's it's starting to get to the point where it's just not interesting to be sitting down and sitting out and watching eight games of football in a round. You There's sort of lose interest. I end up doing half time. Like you, like you mentioned it to me before. You'd paid no little to no attention over the weekend after the Broncos got blown out, and and you could see it. Like the first three games, like the total amount of points for the losing sides were twelve. Yeah, I think I sent you a message on your birthday on Sunday. So there's no point watching the Cowboys game. It's just fucking not worth it. Yeah, like I was out, and I I was just checking the scores, and I thought, okay. Like oh oh god, by just checking it from every twenty minutes, and it got worse and worse. It's either bring the salary cap back to tighten the salary cap up more, so then you have the play. Then players have the um, good players have to be spread around evenly, or you um, go back to the old-fashioned rules, which I can't see a problem with going back to the rules that were in place for a hundred years before. Last five years, we keep tinkering it. I just don't understand the point of tinkering with rules or changing a certain rule weeks out before the comp starts. Like it well, makes why are we no sense. Football? Well, it's going to end up like that. Like it's I like. There's no point getting into it because every man and his dog on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you look, they've got their own theory. Like Gus wants to bring back the twenties comp, which just was the fucking. Like the headline that for that glorified touch defense wasn't taught that way at all in those comps. That was the over central. Yeah, uh, there's been talk of potentially bringing a draft that would never work in the NRL system. Like, there is no chance, like, it makes no sense at all. Valandis has come out and has not, like, he doesn't think the rules he can't ju- He's like, you need to see justification, all these injuries. It's like the justification is the amount of injuries that you see in here, and mate. And the product you have at 55, 55th minute. Oh, it's that's bullshit. That's when the tries start flying in. There's been no upsets. Been more- at, like, there's no upsets. Like, the only comeback I can think of is, what, the Warriors coming back against the Raiders, but that yeah. was against injury. Like, that was three HIAs or whatever it was. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And it was, um, like, the Sharks against the Eels that time, like, they had no subs out up until half time. Yeah. Oh, it's no, no idea. It was... But it's it's definitely a weird feeling going into round five. Like I'm still going to watch football, but it's just if there's other plans on, like I'm not going to prioritize a certain yeah, game no. if I know if I see a ge- if I see a favorite that's at winks odds. There's no like you know who's going to win. You may as well put your money on thirteen plus, which would be the short. I looked up the odds just before. Most of the games with thirteen plus is the uh, like the be- like the best va- not the best value, but it's probably the easiest bet because you just know blowouts are going to happen. But Neither here nor there. We'll just quickly move on to our tips. So 
Last week I went eighteen of uh, eighteen. I went eleven of eighteen. You went nine of twenty-two. So for season-wise, I've gone fifty-six percent, and you're moving up the ranks to thirty-nine percent. So you're getting better, mate. I'm just gonna see I keep poking the dark. Yeah, no, no, not poking the dark. Like you, like I said off mic, you started the whole round off like like a wildfire, and then just went straight off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, it's an easy way to tip it. I think I did not too bad. I got yeah. two games wrong. Yeah, I got two games wrong, and the two games I sort of took a punt on. To be honest, I should have. I went the Warriors and I went the Titans. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, I went um, round four. I think I got t- Titans Knights. Oh yeah, no, I picked the Drags. Anyway, mate, let's. We got a fair bit. To, we got a little bit to talk about tonight. Anyway, so let's move into round five of the National Rugby League. Oh, this is going to be tough. So, first game of the round, Thursday evening at Stadium Australia, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Brisbane Broncos. South are 21 and a half point favourites. The over-under is 43 and a half points. This I'm is South plus 30. I'm not even going to give any bias to the Broncos. Like, that, that was 2020 again. Sue. I sat there with my partner, and I like, she goes, oh, they're not playing too well. I said, wait till you get one try. The floodgate's going to open. And we saw it in four minutes behind Pappenhaus and changed the game. That was four incredible. Times. Like, we didn't – like, obviously, we just wrapped up round four quite quickly, but that was quite the performance from Pappenhaus. And, like, he literally just needed one more try in the second half to break the all-time storm record. He sits on four with, like, Mark Geyer. Vunavalu, uh, uh, like there's a there's a fair list of storm players that have scored four in a game, but no one's gone on to score the fifth try. And considering Pap scored it in eleven minutes was just remarkable. Yeah, mate, it's going to be tough. So some obviously some team news. Uh, Cody Walker, that was probably the grubbiest shit I've ever seen on a football field. Like he just mm-hmm. seemed to like he just flicked a switch and turned into an absolute oh, wank. Just, he gets white line fever. Like the the forearm to the back of the head for Nick Meany, that was bullshit. But then the stomp on Waddell, like tackle was made, there was nothing doing. So he li- like looked at the leg and then just stamped on it. Like mm. getting one week is bullshit. I reckon sh- it's a, like to get an example made, you got to do more. So sort of similar to like what Payne Haas did off the field, but you, there's no room in the game for that kind of shit. Um, so. One week, I think, was very bullshit. Uh, he, he should have gotten a lot more, but he's neither here nor there. So Benjamin Quinton Marshall goes into the 6-4 South. Uh, Keon Kolomantangi, he's out suspended, so Jacob Host comes into the back row for South. Uh, for the Bronx, uh, Professor Hubert Farnsworth from Futurama, he's out with a shoulder injury. <laughs> Who comes into the centres for us? Uh, Richie Kenner is going into the centres. Yeah, so well, Patrick... David made had a... Very poor game against Storm. I thought Corey Oates would have had a chance to get in, but I think Corey Oates is on the outer with Kevin Walters at the moment. It's because he wants to play second row, and he—it makes no sense. He's the best goddamn winger in our club, besides bloody yeah, like besides Coates. Uh, Carrigan's out suspended too for some dumb shit. Who cares? Uh, I'm happy. I'm actually happy about. It. I think that suspension. Yeah, I'm actually. happy. Um, yeah, I'm happy. Carrigan. He's he's the poor guy. He, Acts like Paul Gallen. I don't take those hit ups. The hard work index is a bullshit stat. I don't believe in it. Who cares? Uh, Tavita yeah. comes into the starting side at lock, which I'm very excited about because that's where he should have been 
obviously, but he's starting prop with Haas and Lodge out. The ass man, John Asiata, jumps onto the bench. Um, so that's good. Dearden's still in the seven, which is good. Croft's still the 14, makes no sense. They don't know what to do with him. Shoot him into the sun. I don't care. Like, yeah, I, no, I, you're we, we done t- with him. I, I, I was done with him before he even got to Brisbane. But anyway, I think the other bloke that is what we've, we've talked about at length is uh, Milf, Anthony Milford. Yeah. He was. People were defending him for his game on Saturday night, uh, on Friday nah. night, but he was woeful. Like midfield bombs to there. nobody. Like, he's he knows he's in contract year, and he's only playing he for himself. To, yeah, he's he's stat padding. Yeah, Kevy's come out and said he's not doing enough to earn his contract, which is great. That would light a fire under his ass, hopefully. But yeah, with the imminent apparent signing of Katoni Stags and the talk of him going to six, I think. It's this will be the one of the last seasons for Anthony Milford, if not the last season of the Broncos, and hopefully he gets moved on to a club and goes well. Like uh, he's a great player, but he's just ever since 2016, it's just been off a cliff. Whether it's the Macca's vouchers or whatever it was, but it's neither here nor there. Um, mate, I'm giving South the 21 and a half points. I can't. Yeah, I'm I can't. Giving, I'm going South plus 13, just so I'm not giving the Broncos the handicap 20 20 point head start. So. <laughs> South class over again, like yeah, the over like the over forty three and a half. Man, South, the, South will help with that. Like Latrell Mitchell, anytime try scorer. Latrell, anytime try scorer. I think he, could, he this is a potential game where he will tear us to shreds. Yeah, it's he's been fantastic. Like no no words about it. He's been fantastic for the for the Rabbitohs. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going the over too. I'm going South twenty under uh, twenty one and a half point spread. Uh, the over. That's that's it. I'm not going to go any tries for this match. Uh, second, so we move into Friday afternoon or e- early evening. We've got the New Zealand Warriors versus the Manly Warringah Seagulls at Central Coast Stadium. Warriors are seven. Ah, uh, yes, the Warriors are seven and a half point favourites. Over under is forty two and a half. Big news for the Warriors, though. I think outside of football is the Eastern Seaboard. Travel it's bubble open. with yeah, so apparently there's talk of the Warriors being home, actually home at Mount Smart or in Auckland by the start of July, which is huge for them. And if that's that case, they should be able to play every game for the rest of the season at home. They should, but I, I guarantee that won't be the case. Abdu Abdu came out because I think someone said like as a bit of a thank you for the Warriors to sacrificing so much get all the clubs to go over to New Zealand as like for the Warriors to play at home for the whole 2022. He didn't make any promises and he sort of like went away from it. I think I it's- think I, I don't have a problem with that. Like they uh, have sacrificed so much. Oh, 100%. I, like, it's in a and discussion. What is it that every paid ticketed member, instead they're getting, they, they're watching their games at like a, event cinemas over in New Zealand each week. Yeah. Like it's, give them what they want. Life footy, oh, they deserve to have a year of non-stop footy. There was a good discussion in this group chat I'm in, and there, obviously there's regional and suburban rugby grounds all across New Zealand, North and South Island. You can just imagine if it was marketed well enough, it'd be the same as going to a Super League match in the UK. Like Their stadiums aren't massive, but if you fill it out, holy shit, the atmosphere is incredible. And I feel like that could happen in New Zealand. It's just the blinkers are on so much with our bloody game. Like it will never happen, but 
Um, that's fantastic news for the Warriors. Um, I'm taking that. I'm taking them as the favourites. I'm giving them the seven and a half points. I'm probably going to go the under on this one. Forty-two and a half. Both teams. Few injuries. Uh, Adam Fanua Blake, Bunny Afoa, and Bailey Cyrano all unavailable. Fanua Blake's knee looked like he had two kneecaps at one stage. It looked pretty horrific. He's a big bopper. Yeah, he's been fantastic for them too. Uh, Lisa Armel and Tahu are, start, are set to start of the prop. Jack Murchie moves from the, the bench into the back row and it looks like Kane Evans has moved into the interchange for his play's first match, which is good. For the Seagulls, it's it's never good news for the Seagulls. So uh, Jack Kozeski, he moves into the second row. He's replacing Morgan Boyle. Uh, Morgan Harper's starting at center. Moses Suley's injured with a back injury. Uh Sipley's included on the bench. Uh, ben Travojevic, he is listed in the reserves, but he could uh, come back, come into the side uncapped, so he could make his debut. Um, one who I still don't know why not giving Cade Custer run at nine. He looks the better nine in the whole team. Oh, definitely, and he's got ears that could bring in five G for the whole team. Seriously, yeah. those things are like fucking Dumbo. Um, but I'm still going to go the Warriors at, at their home ground. I'm going to be in the seven and a half and the under. What's your thing, thoughts on this one, mate? Um, I'm uh, cowardly here. Warriors to win, and that's all. Warriors outright, head to head. Yeah. No worries. Oh, you're scared of the total, aren't you? You're scared of how much you've lost so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Right. Friday night, the main event, actually probably looking like the game of the round for it's uh, Penrith Panthers versus the Canberra Raiders at Blue Bet Stadium in Penrith. Panthers are seven and a half point favorites. Over under is 37 and a half. I think that's the lowest total of the round. This is going to shape up as a pretty good game, I think. This is a top of the table batch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's no changes to the Panthers. They're the, they're looking to aim to go five in a row for the first time in club history, which is quite surprising. I thought that was the case last year, but I remember now they did lose just before or after the break. Uh, as for the Raiders, Joseph Tup- uh, Tupine is back. Oh, Tarpane, sorry. He's back in the side from an ankle injury at lock. Uh, James is back to the interchange. And then Ryan Sutton and Papa Ali... Uh, Papali'i, sorry, is starting in the front row. Donimus Louis starts from the reserves. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be an absolute bell ring of a match. Uh, Panthers 7.5 is pretty good going. Um, I'm probably going to give them the points. Like, the Raiders were good last week, but they started to get away from the Titans after the 60th minute, which is what's been happening. So I'm going to give the Panthers... I'm still going to go the over. It's a ridiculously low over... I, I like I like the value in it. I'm gonna go um, the Raiders here. You're giving them the points. No, I'm going the Raiders to win. You're going head to head outright. Yeah. Right. So I've gone from doing one pick to like really risking it here, and then <laughs> yeah, um, probably going over match five and a half tries. Match five and a half tries. I don't think it's going to be as attacking football. Yeah, uh, like I, uh, I, you've put me onto the tri- total tries now, and I've started to look up the markets. It's pretty it's decent the, value it's considering. It's a new secret little bit. We can't tell. We can't tell anybody. Yeah, the, the conversion, conversion rate. The conversion one is going to be the next one. I'll try to find if there's one. Oh my no, god, that's just terrible. So yeah, Raiders outright five and a half tries over. Yeah, I'm giving the Panthers the points. They've been the form squad all year, and undefeated alongside the Parramatta Eels. But yeah, I think Panthers at home might be a bit too strong. 
Moving into Saturday, we have the Gold Coast Titans versus the Newcastle Knights at Seabus Super Stadium down on the lovely Gold Coast. Titans are nine and a half point favourites. The over-under is 42 and a half points. Like we mentioned before, the Knights struggling to get a 17, a fit 17 together out of their 30. So the big outs is obviously Jacob Saifidi, Kurt Mann, uh, Mitchell Pierce with his pec injury, which is out for a good couple of months. Tex always got a somehow playing. Yeah, I thought he had really done his knee, oh, the poor yeah, bastard. I thought he was gone. Yeah, so um, the news, the, so the big news is obviously Callum Ponga being named and returned from a shoulder issue. But as AB, a, AOB said last week, um, they, they won't risk it if he's not ready. I think he's just been yeah. named because Tex Hoy hasn't been there. Yeah, so Clemens starting, which is good. Looked like a very serious knee injury, but the yeah, the biggest thing is Mitchell Pierce out for ten to twelve weeks with a pec injury. Blake Green's into the halfback, and Connor Watson's moved from the bench to five A. He's replacing Kurt Mann. That head he knock was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he he got messed up. The poor prick. Uh, on the Titan side of things, uh, Fogarty is back, uh, even though he didn't finish last week. Brian Kelly is close to returning from a blow- broken hand. He's been named to start. Ash Taylor hasn't returned, but he's been named as a reserve. Could be a late addition. Uh, also, Philip Sammy's been pushed to the wing. Anthony Don is out with a hip injury. This is coming close to the Titans' strongest team here. Yeah, looking at it on paper, it's not too bad. Like I don't, I love the, I don't mind the setup pairing of Patrick Herbert and Brian Kelly. That's pretty formidable. It'll go up pretty well. Corey Thompson's been fantastic since his move up to the coast too. So, um, I'm giving, I'm, I'm going to give the Titans the nine and a half start. Probably just due to the amount of injuries that the Newcastle yeah. Knights have had. They'll play tough. Um, like the Knights have still got Daniel Saifidi, David Clemmer, Jaden Braley's been the one of the form hookers of the comp too. Over Top under super coach points for New South Wales players. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really care for super coach, but um, yeah, neither. That's how they're going to do uh, the new MVP, apparently. Yeah, so Gold Coast is well, yeah for me to be Gold Coast to win thirteen plus. Thirteen plus, yeah, right. I can see the goal. I can see them having a real attacking go after the last weeks. They were held, but. They're dangerous. Yeah, Big I, I, Keno in the prop for, at the prop is like he's knocking on for a Queensland starting spot. Yeah, at, oh, at that prop. Yeah, that's that's not a bad thing to have, especially seeing as like you've got Tino, Mofata Waker, David Fifita, Tyrone Pe- Peachy has been outstanding with he's these. Finally, bringing with, the Panthers form up. Yeah, like he, it was always the conversation of. Where, like, what position will Peachy play, or what will he make his own? But he's sort of fit into the role based on the current rule setup, so it's yeah. good to see he's playing quite well. Yeah, I'm probably going to go the over in this forty-two and a half. Uh, you're just going Gold Coast thirteen plus. Anything Gold else? Coast, Any tr- um, over? Just the over. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Gold Coast and thirteen plus. Fair enough. We're moving to the middle game on Super Saturday. We got the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs versus no. the. The Melbourne Storm at Stadium Australia. There's nothing this, much you can say about this. This, this is going to... <laughs> Storm are uh, NCAA men's basketball spread. Like, it's 20... They are 27 and a half point favourites. That's close to five tries. That's just unbelievable. Like, you wouldn't expect that. Um, the over-under is 42 and a half, which I'd expect the Storm to cover. Um when do they yeah. get Luke Thompson back? Oh, to this week. 
Yeah. Uh, Luke Thompson is back this week. Yeah. So I think he's been named. Yeah. Luke, he's been named a prop, which is fantastic. Uh, Avarello has been put into the 5A again after Lachlan Lewis got knocked out last week. That was unfortunate. He only lasted seven minutes. Uh, Dallin with Tony Selesnak's back from his suspension to fullback. Nick Meany's out with rib injuries. Skipper, Josh Jackson, and uh, yeah, Thompson back in the side. Corey uh, Arthur pushed to center. Uh, and Nick Kotrick, who signed on center money, is moved to the wing. Ridiculous. Uh, uh, this is what happens. Yeah. Oh, it's, bu- it's bullshit. Anyway, um, Storm looks like Harry Grant's coming very, very close to starting uh, again. He's in Jersey 21, but I don't think he's going to be playing this week. Could happen in a late, late slope. Uh, Branko Lee's eligible after shaking and hamstring injury. And Felice Kafufi's back from suspension, so Tom Eisenhuth's dropping back to him interchange. Yeah, Naz is starting. Uh, Kamakamika is on the bench. Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, easy storm out, right? I'm giving him the 13+. Plus and, the o- and the over. Uh, anytime try scorer, I'm probably going to go... Probably Pappenhausen. I'm like, going to go... I'm going to go Adokar. I'm going to bring up one point from last week. That shithousery Adokar taking the conversion. Considering Even though it's the game. It could have... Well, considering he scores a million tries and Christian Welsh doesn't, he? I feel yeah. like Welsh should have taken the kick because it was his 100th also. And, and considering yeah. he, Welsh has been a storm man through and through, whereas Adokar's come from different teams. Yeah, no, yeah. I was... I, had, I said that was shithousery because that's not playing to the whistle. Oh God no! Uh, that's you what caused the whole origin, yeah. But that that just reminded me of that anger there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably go storm cover the spread. You're going to go the twenty-seven and a half. That's yeah. um, that's I, good. I can't see. The, I can't see the dogs. They've uh, got nothing. Yeah, and it's it's like talent is there. It's just uh, these rules are just flogging. Yeah, it's not built for them. No, it's really not. Are you taking the over or are you too scared? What's the over? It's 42 and a half. Fuck it, I might as well. They nearly did it by themselves last week. That's it. Saturday night, main event. Are you Sydney City Roosters versus the Cronulla Sharks at the SCG? Roosters are seven and a half point favourites over under is 41 and a half. Uh, no changes to the Roosters. Uh, Tupanua might have to pass a head knock protocol, but if not, um, I think it's Ben Mache. I think he uh, debuted last week. Uh, he could still stay on. Uh, he could still stay on the bench. And also uh, Saluka Fafidi, who punched Jairo in the back of the head. He's available to play after serving his one-match ban, but who cares? Uh, for the Sharks, uh, Molotti, uh, Ronaldo Molitalia, oh, I can't say it. Anyway, his knee and Josh, he's back. Josh Dugan's got a head knock, but they expected to play. Uh, Ramian's back from his suspension, and it looks like Connor Tracy's going to revert back to the bench and Tricky Trindle slides to the reserves. Now, I'm very happy with... It, like I was like really... like It's probably one of the main points of the weekend for me was actually to watch Sam Walker's debut, and... But I feel like the kid lived up to the hype. He was really, he was really good. Like, Very didn't, didn't set the world on fire, but did everything what you right. Wanted. Oh, they, like 
his fl- his if first that was- twenty minutes was like watching someone dip their toe into the pool. He was trying to figure out where he wanted to be. Yeah, like if that's he he- and then after that he dove in. For head- that's what you want from a half. You don't want someone going out straight away and just wanting to own it. He measured himself to how he had to play for the game. Yeah, I I, I feel like if that's his flaw, like there's a lot of upside. A lot of upside for that, which is good for the which is good for the Roosters. Um, yeah, I still think the Roosters are just a class above the Sharks. I'm taking them as the favorite with giving them the points. Uh, forty one and a half. I'm not too sure on though. I feel like it was forty and a half. I would take the over, but fuck it, I'll take the over on that one too. B Moz to score any time. Yeah, I'm gonna go Roosters head to head over and B Moz. BMOS also very good. Yeah, I I just think that I think even with Kiri gone, even with Lock and Lamb gone, Jake Friend re- retiring, which we'll touch on in a little bit later. Freddie Lusick has been fantastic for them at nine. It's still a very good side. Victor Radley coming back too just adds to that. It's it's a great. It's a they've still got such a fantastic lineup and depth too, which is really good. So it's going to be hard pressed for the Cronulla Sharks to really push them. We move on to the Sunday slate. West Tigers versus the North Queensland Cowboys out at Leichhardt Oval. Sunday footy has Gus loves to cork it, even though he, we don't like Gus. Uh, West Tigers are eight and a half point favorites. The over-under is 44 and a half points. I don't know where they've pulled this number from because it's one of the highest points totals of the round. They're both not defensively sound. Yeah, that's true, but I, but I can't see the Cowboys putting points on the Tigers. Like the Tigers have been good defensively in certain patches. Emboy uh, moves into the centres. Uh, Kapoa is left out. Tommy Talau shifting to his wing. Uh, Cheekham has been named on the interchange bench uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, looks like Tamalolo. If he gets through training this week, he could be back in the thirteen jersey, which is good. Uh, Ruben Cotter who has been at lock, has suffered a head knock. So we'll see what happens there. Josh McGuire's moved back to the interchange bench. He might not not be at the Cowboys for much longer by the sounds of it. Um, Hammerside Tabawai Fado has switched back to the center. Uh, Justin O'Neill's out with a head knock. See, like you say head knock, HIA, there's so, so many out. Uh, Cole Feltz back from uh, suspension, which is good. Giving the Cowboys the points. I'm still going to, I'm going to bet on because I just can't, I can't trust the Tigers that ever. Like I just can't. Um, I'm going the under on this. It's way too much, too many points. Uh, I'm gonna give the yeah. I'm gonna give the Cowboys the eight and a half point start. I think they they'll be fine. I think the inclusion of Jason Tamalola would be huge um, if he gets through training this week, which would be good. They've still left Clifford out. They've got Hampton at the seven, Drinkwater at the six, who's probably the worst defensive six in the game. Uh, Val still at one. Lucky yeah, dip. All, this all this I, is probably not a game that we'll get to. I'll get to like Sunday. I don't really feel like watching it. No, it's yeah. I don't. I don't know. It'll it's it. It'll see. We'll get. My mind will be. Cowboys cover the spread. Um, over six and a half tries. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, so Cowboys eight oh, and a half. Val Holmes so. gets right because he's in a purple patch. Val to get any time try score. You've been riding Val pretty hard. Yeah, well, I'm riding pretty hard during Origin. He's paid off quite handsomely every year. Very true. He's been very good. 
final match of the round. Parramatta Eels versus the, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, the surprise packet. St. George Illawarra Dragons. Both, like, got egg, both look at egg on their face for our spoon contenders. That's fine. Like Everybody had them as spoon contenders considering who they purchased and all the off-field tra- um, drama with It's the Broncos 2014. Oh, God. I, thought, I really don't want to get into that anymore. Uh, the Eels well, are not. If they win, I'll, give it to, I'll tell my dad that the only reason they won is because they got Broncos players. <laughs> Eels are nine and a half point favorites over under is 42 and a half. Uh, there's the power is still being very cautious around Ryan Madison. Uh, that head knock with Kafusi has really messed him around, which is good, which is fantastic management. Uh, Isaiah Papali is still on the bench, but it looks like Madison may return this week. It just depends on training and protocol, but it looks like they've done the right thing. Bryce Cartwright returned from a broken jaw in New South Wales Cup last week. He looked good. Uh, he looked set to make his club debut for the Eels off the bench. And Hipgrave and Ray Stone look like they are making their way off the team into the reserves. Jack Bird's back from suspension for the Dragons. That's about it. Uh, special, we got we got a couple of milestones in this game. Trent Merrin plays 150th for the Dragons, and Alvaro plays his 100th. Surprisingly, I feel like Alvaro's been around for years now. Parra's a very good side. Still undefeated. Uh, like, yeah, I, I'm going to give them the points. I, I, I yeah. think it'll be a high, I think it'll be a high scoring game. All right, I'm going to take the over in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take Paramount to win. Not giving them the heads their handicap. So head to head. Yeah, I'm gonna go para head to head. St. George is frisky at the moment, so that's what's caused me. Yeah. Well no no and, still, um, still no. Ben I'm probably Hunt. gonna go give it the over though, because both teams have got points in them. Like St. George aren't gonna go down swing um go down quietly to the night. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like they've been good. Like they've like some of the opposition hasn't been crash hot for them, but like they played the Knights very tough last week and got a result. Some stupid decision making. Like I don't understand why if you're up only by about maybe like six or seven points, why do a short dropout when you're going to put pressure right on your goal line? Like it makes no sense. Just boot it deep. Anyway, neither here nor there. I'm also taking Sevo anytime try scorer. He's due. Um. But yeah, round five in the books, like we mentioned at the start, it's exhausting currently, but footy's still here, so it's we've got hard. to watch it very hard. It's really hard. I miss close games. I love a comeback. It's It makes the sport... Like, sport is theatre, essentially. Wrestling. Yeah, sport is theatre. Like, it's... There's yeah. always there's always a twist, not, and it's I'm unscripted. Not it's, of, I'm not a man of culture. Not a man of culture. <laughs> Well, geez, I like, like rugby, rugby league. I like my rugby league players. Oh, I can't say that anymore. It's stupid because yeah, we're yeah. touching on that about Dave Friend. But yeah, that's the sad thing coming out today. Um, yeah, uh, super yeah. sad news. Jake Friend's um, retirement and Tommy Rodonich is passing away. So we'll start with Jake Friend. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah. So I'll just bring up a tweet from the NRL physio. Uh, by the look of it, he's indicating re- um, retired due to ongoing concussion concerns. He reportedly so suffered bad. an the kids No, they, they, they're a very good managed, managed side. Uh, apparently, he reported an estimated 20 concussions over his career with three occurring in the last six months, which is just scary to hear. Um, fantastic choice. 
you've got to think of your career, you've got to think of your life long term. So, right, I think it, he's done everything in the game. Won a couple of premierships. He won an Origin series. Like he got his Origin series last year. Um, he's he's been the club captain for a long time now. It's it's very sad. Um. Because he's a hard player, like he was, the, he was very much the heart and soul of the Chooks for for many many years. Um, so it, it took and, and, second and, chance with two hands, he got given. hundred oh, percent. Like in his uh, in his early career, definitely. Like he was, he played up a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. So, um, yeah, very sad news. Uh, we wish him all the best post retirement. Like he, he, I think he's got his head pretty screwed on. He's got a couple of coffee shops or something down in Sydney. So a I think plumbing, a plumbing business. He got a brand new daughter. So he's got life. He's already um, planning his life for after football. And I'm assuming like the Chooks are not going to let him go away so quickly. Like he'll probably have some sort of development role similar to what Cronk has had. Uh, yeah. It just makes me think that Boyd Corden is right around the corner, which would also be quite. Like quite upsetting, knowing the fact that that's a club, two club captains going away due to head knock injuries. I think that if, it, if Jake's walking away, Boyd shouldn't be that far away. No, like you, you wish him, you wish him that they'd make the right decision. You can't like they're tough. They're tough footballers. They're not going to just say no. Yeah. They're, they're going to really like push the boundaries to see. But like we saw with how Boyd Cordner was handled last year and how he's been off now. Yeah, mm. very very sad, and obviously and the other. There's a lot of um, fear about the CT because we don't know anything about the brain. Like, no, so, it's yeah. it's it, it's in, like the only like we know every other part of the body bar the brain because who knows? It's just mm. it's you can't quite, you can't work on it while it's alive. Yeah, um, and obviously the other very sad news today. Uh, rugby league, rugby league stalwart Tommy Rodonicus. Tommy Rodonicus, that's terrible. Tommy Tommy Rodonicus, uh, passing at the age of seventy, uh, fought cancer for a while now. Um, very, very, yeah. I, I I saw that news today, and it actually hit home a little bit. I don't know, like I don't know if you've had family. We never got to see passed. him, but. No, I but think just, both their fathers can test that he was one of the toughest sons of bitches going around. Oh, definitely. He, him, and Arthur Beaton, they created a lot. Like oh, I think, I, yeah, like they felt. I felt like they did all that very well. Obviously, Tommy coached New South Wales. He did the infamous cattle dog call with that massive blue. That was incredible. Like that's one of the moments I'll always remember for him. For I'm pretty sure Jason, when I was playing, Jason Hetherington feeding um, Andrew Johns uppercuts. <laughs> Oh God, I, I still I think I remember when I was playing football on the Gold Coast at one stage at Southport. Um, Tommy Rudonicus on the deck there having a few schooners with his wife. Um, I know ne- I never went up to introduce or introduce or say hello or anything like that. You just had that aura about him also. So, um, very sad news. Uh, West are going to pay tribute to him this weekend. I'm fairly sure. I'm not too sure on what that is, but uh, whether that's armbands or some sort of commemorative jersey, I'm sure a moment of silence will be done at Le- at Leichhardt at all things. Um, so yeah, very, a uh, bit of a, bit of a weird, uh, note to start, finish on with the rugby league this week. Um, obviously the big talking points, you can read them everywhere. The bullshit with the new rules, the injuries, uh, obviously the big news round five too. uh, the introduction of the 18th man for any three HIA or any or, dirty play or dirty play. Yeah. So I, I don't think this is going to work, but 
whatever it is. It, it just seems like it's just everything's reactionary, everything's knee-jerk at the moment. Yeah. So you, we can only watch and just see how the product maybe fall off a cliff and then they just realize, oops, I made a mistake. They won't, but anyway, we'll quickly touch on a few other things. AFL round three. Now you were here on Thursday evening. The Collingwood Football Club were defeated by the Brisbane Lions, seventy-three to seventy-two, on the buzzer. Oh, Zach was it Bailey, good? What a fucking kick! As soon as he le- that left the boot, the crowd went wild. He knew it. Like I, I didn't hear the buzzer go because I thought it was like going to be some time left. But you could just see as soon as he left the boot, he knew it. And it um, was Ben who got denied the penalty the week before against Geelong. So, bit, good bit of karma there. Yeah, definitely. Um, shout out to the guy trying to do a cartwheel to throw him off too. I saw that. That was just I bullshit. See that. I was too high up the crap. Nosebleeds for that. You, got, you go watch a replay of that and you see old mate of like front on shot. And try, like there's a guy just standing on the mark and then next mate behind him is just doing a cartwheel trying to put him off. That was never going to stop Zach Bailey. Uh, other results. So on Good Friday, the Western Bulldogs pummeled North Melbourne. This is this is so North Melbourne Kangaroos are basically the Bulldogs of the NRL. Uh, the oh, Bulldogs won one hundred and six. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was very, that was funny. very, very funny. That's the so best West thing to come out of the game. Uh, well, actually, Dylan Elcott's uh, tweet about how the Corona vaccine uh, gave him the ability to walk that really stumped a few people. Uh, <laughs> so the Western Bulldogs 167 of the North Melbourne Football Club 39 uh, the late game on Good Friday was the Adelaide Crows and Suns Crows getting up by 10 95 to 85 Saturday April 3rd the upset the upset of the round yeah Sydney Swans 117 defeated the Richmond Tigers 72 so Sydney beat them by 45 that's not just a beating that's a pumping yeah. um, and other then matches another are, one yeah St Kilda going down too um, yeah. high hopes for St Kilda in the um in the preseason, but Essendon Bombers 143 to St Kilda 68, 75 point win. Uh, the final game on Saturday, West Coast Eagles 108, Port Adelaide 71. Last three games of the round, two on Sunday, Carlton Football Club. Right, a boy, Brad. <laughs> 109 to 64 against the Fremantle Dockers. Uh, and then GWS got beaten by Melbourne Football Club 102 68. Last game of the round was actually quite a tight one. Geelong Cats 69 to the Hawks 64. Yeah, I think. AFL's got some great games. I'm starting to, like, it's starting to warm on me, and I'm really nervous because with the Broncos going to shit, I don't want to turn my back on it. I. I've known a lot of people. I've, I've met a few people that have been league followers for a long time who have converted over to AFL, and like they have the they have the NRL in the background these days because the AFL is providing a bit of a better product. But yeah, I don't know. I think you have to enjoy it. We'll quickly wrap around round four uh, Thursday evening. So, which is today, if you're listening to the Sydney Swans versus the Essendon Bombers at the SEG. Swans the favourites. Probably go to the Swannies. Yeah, I'll go Swannies. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the Swans there. Very good. Uh, Friday evening. You're going to take the Tigers over the Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide's favourite at the Adelaide Oval over the Richmond Tigers. 
No, I'm, I'm taking the top. Bounce back here. I'm taking the bounce back. A, a wounded tiger is not good to go after. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go to the Richmond Tigers. Saturday, big slate of games, four again. So you've got the Western Bulldogs versus the Brisbane Lions at Mars Stadium in Victoria. Where's Mars Stadium? Ballarat, my friend. Right. That's You could just say Ballarat, not Victoria. That, Victoria is a big state. Uh, Western Bulldogs are favourites. I'm taking the Lions. Yeah, take a Lions. Like, oh, this is line favouritism now. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm riding this Lions bandwagon. Apparently, it's the time. Uh, St. Kilda versus the West Coast Eagles at Marvel on Saturday afternoon. Eagles. West Eagles are the favourite. I'm just going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints regardless. I'm going to keep picking them. Uh, apparently, they've got a few injuries too, but I'm going to go for the bounce back. Why not? Saturday evening, two games. You've got the Gold Coast Suns hosting the Carlton Blues uh, up at Metricon. Carl- very, very close game. Carlton are the favourites at $1.85. Uh, give me the Suns. I'm going Blues. Going to Blues, going to follow Brad. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the Saturday night game down in Melbourne is the Collingwood Football Club versus the Golden State Warriors, you know, the GWS Giants. Uh, yeah, Collingwood are very big favourites here, so I'll take the Pies. Yeah. Uh, and all, pies, and all, Yeah, and also to the Collingwood fans who are trying to attack a ref art last week, go fuck off. Um, okay. Sunday after, Yeah, Sunday afternoon, you got North Melbourne versus the Adelaide Crows at Marvel. You got the Crows favourites at a dollar thirty. Uh, I'll take the Crows because North Melbourne are an absolute dumpster fire currently. Yeah, that's Crows there. It's pretty like this one's the pick of mine. I'm going to take the D's against the Cats. Righto. The, well, the, D, the D's are my um, Saints for you. Yeah, fair enough. Well, the Cats are favourites. So I'm going to take the Cats, and they're at, they're at the G, so it's Melbourne's home game. I'm living uh, with love- a D fan too at the moment. Oh yeah, big Ricky Costanz. Yeah, the man. The man. The, the man Costanz. I might uh, get him on Sunday night if you if they win. Oh God, <laughs> that, we'll just let him run for 15 minutes, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> Last game of the round over in the West at Optus Stadium. You've got the Fremantle Dockers versus the Hawthorne Hawks. Uh, Dockers are favourite at dollar fifty four. Give me the Dockers. Dockers. Yeah. Perfect. Not no chance. Yeah. Uh, we forgot to mention it off mic too. It is Masters Week. Oh, it's golf week. It's socially Hell- acceptable to start watching um, golf golf at um, four a.m. in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Uh, shout out to Dustin Johnson, last cha- uh, champion of the Masters, which was at the back end of last year. Uh, he held the champion's dinner. I think it was either this morning or like our time. Uh, as an entree, pigs and blanket, common man. Ooh, a little smoky. Yeah, but I saw a picture of what it actually was, and it wasn't like a typical like Cheerio wrapped in uh, pastry. It was like a really well done pigs and blanket, so I feel like, like it was a bit of a cop out. Oh, but anyway, uh, Jordan Spieth is back. He won the Valero Texas Open last week. He got the he got the cowboy boots. Big week for him, I reckon. Any tips for the round? I, I'm probably going to go. I feel, I feel like DJ is going to go back to back. I DJ don't know. Top I just go- ten. I'm going to go DJ top ten. Cameron Smith and Jason Day top twenty finish. Yeah, good shout. Cameron Smith was like it was said and last books, year. He played the books kept. Um, no, no. Bryson DeChambeau to be the um, clubhouse leader after the first round. If he, yeah, he'll be too busy trying to smash the ball off the tee. Mate, um, I Brooks watched 
hitting and draw. That's like it's not sustainable. Much as a weirdo is that is he nearly passes out trying to hit a driver. Yeah, he hyperventilates. No. Yeah, like he, he's, the, he's the he's the mad he scientist like for a reason. All the day. Yeah, it's, it's it's ridiculous. Brooks is coming back from injury too, so I don't know how well he'll play. Um, I've got hope in him anyway. He's a fantastic golf player. Cameron Smith's a good shout, actually. After coming runner-up and having the best score for a runner-up, which would have won the Masters a mm. lot of times. Um, but yeah, I think DJ is just... He's on another level at the moment, so it'll be good to watch. Um, quick wrap-up, too, of the NCAA tournament. Baylor won it. Um, wasn't... The championship against Gonzaga, obviously Gonzaga was the um, the the favorite going into an undefeated season, but yeah, it was a bit a um, bit like bit of a deflating championship game. Uh, the Gonzaga UCLL game in the final four was fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, they've got that. That was great. The jump off of the thing, the desk. That was that's what good sport is. But the blowout, losing your top player, a couple of minutes in to being fouled out. So Gonzaga yeah. was pushing shit uphill from the start. Oh, definitely. And Baylor apparently lift with the football team, so they just they play power basketball. Yeah. Anyway, mate, we saw we said we'd do a bit of a power power through this one. I think we're done. What do you think? Yeah, we've done it. it was good good slog there. Good slog, yeah. Still yeah. punched it under an hour, which is good to hear. So hopefully everybody's stuck around to the end. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. As always, if you haven't subscribed, please do so over at Apple, Spotify, Google, Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Give us a rating. Give us give us some feedback. We're on the socials too. We'd, we're, we're trying we're lacking. We're lacking, but you know what? It's, it's tough doing stuff full time, but either way. Yeah. We're two 30-year-old men who not really got the Instagram clout. Oh, I'm no, I'm the furthest thing from an Instagram influencer. What, what I find funny is not funny to most people. <laughs> I have a very True. dark humor. We Yeah, we're pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we, yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll be back on Monday next week to wrap up round five. Anything that's happened over the weekend, a lot of probably some masters talk. But until then, say goodbye, Coombsy. See you guys. Have a good weekend. Stay safe and don't listen to my tipping. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. We'll catch us on Monday. <laughs>